Welcome to another episode of the Heat Strokes Podcast. <laughs> oh, I should have yelled too. Hosted by Brady Cannon. Presented by Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. Get ready to experience golf as you've never seen and heard it before. The price is wrong. Through the lens of Brady's experienced eye as he braves the toughest courses in the West under the scorching Las Vegas heat. Your course reviews, expert PGA analysis, and top weekly golf betting strategies are teed up and ready to fire. Here's your starter, Brady Cannon. It is DeadHeatGolf.com, home to the Heat Strokes podcast, presented by Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. Welcome in, everybody, to episode number six. I'm Brady Cannon, along with my special friend and guest, Drew Stoltz. He is a co-host of Gravy in the Sleaze on PGA Tour Radio Channel 92, and also of the Subpar Podcast. You can follow him on Twitter, at the sleazy man and drew thank you so much for joining us on the program today good to speak with you once again and you're no stranger to this type of thing this show was founded on the basis of playing golf in the dead heat of summer here in las vegas you're not too far away in the other desert there in the phoenix scottsdale area so you certainly have the credentials to appear on this show my friend that's right as you well know man you gotta have lizard skin you want to play some golf out here <laughs> so i'm trying to cram as much golf as humanly possible in right now uh, while I can get it because starting about next week, we start to triple digits. And then as you well know, those do not leave for a long, long time. So I get out there and I'll get after it a little bit when it gets hot like that. But uh, I'd much rather that I would say than something in the forties or the fifties. I'm uh, way too soft to play in that. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay with the heat actually. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I much prefer the triple digits to the forties and fifties for sure. And let's take a minute to uh, say hats off to your good friend, Wyndham Clark, who got his first PGA Tour victory at the Wells Fargo Championship last week. And of course, he used to live here in Las Vegas and now lives near you in the Phoenix Scottsdale area. So another guy uh, with a win under his belt now that is also uh, all too familiar with the triple digit temperatures. Yeah, he's another Colorado kid turned into a desert rat. And man, that was that was special to watch for me, Brady, because I've, I've known Wyndham since he was a little kid. He and I grew up not too far from one another, started playing golf um, at a pretty young age. I've been close with him throughout his entire career, college, professional, PGA Tour. I actually hop on the back for him once a year at Colonial and go out there and do a terrible job of caddying, but we have a great time. And uh, I know I, I see his game on a, on a week-in, week-out basis. I, I know the type of firepower he has. I know the type of talent that he has, and I think the people around here would, would echo that. But it, it's cool for the world to see Wyndham Clark now because on that golf course against that field, I feel like that's the type of place where he really thrives. I mean, you see his speed off the tee. That's, he's in an elite, elite category there. And just the work he's done mentally to kind of get that mind to catch up to his physical talent. Um, I don't want to use the cliche and say the floodgates are going to open, but I'll just say um, keep your eye on Wyndham Clark because I, I spoke to him right after the tournament on Sunday. It was a pretty emotional deal, but you could just feel the weight lifted off his shoulders by getting that first win. He's been waiting on this for a long time, and to to do it the way he did, just running away with it, you know, Xander was really the only guy within shouting distance. It was a pretty damn impressive uh, performance by Dub. 
Absolutely. And uh, it was all right here on the Heat Strokes podcast last week that our guest picker, Ron Claus, gave out Wyndham Clark at 100 to 1. So uh, the listeners and viewers, hopefully they jumped on that. But no, I'm with you. I've actually been on him three or four times in the past six uh, six tournaments or so. Of course, I was not when he when he went on to victory, but he's been on my radar because he has that rare combination of tremendous length off of the tee and a real deft touch around the green. So once again, congratulations to Wyndham Clark, the Oregon Duck and 2017 Pac-12 Player of the Year. This week for the course that we are going to review, we're going to step outside Las Vegas a little bit and head to Peoria, Arizona for Quintero Golf Club. Matt Humans and I played here in 2020, and it was literally about 111 degrees that day when we played. But I love this golf course. It's about an hour outside of Scottsdale, Arizona, a Reese Jones design, and has been voted the best public course in America on more than one occasion. Uh, you do have some golf villas to speak of on the course, but more so it is really homeless. There is not a single home on the golf course other than some of the stay and play resort villas that they have towards the uh, 15th, 16th pole there at Quintero, but primarily mother nature surrounding you at this beautiful desert property. You can tip it out all the way to over 7,200 yards. You can play it much more comfortably at around 6,200 yards. You know, Drew, we have a couple of Reese Jones designs here in Las Vegas, one of which is Rio Seco, and it is maybe my very favorite layout in town because of the designs of the holes and the way Jones has really kept the natural landscape and built the holes into the canyons and and, and the ravines and what have you, and I felt that holds true at Quintero as well. It really makes you think your way around the golf course. He does blend the holes with the natural landscape, and I tell you, you can't fake it around this track. You've got to hit some golf shots at Quintero. Yeah, it's a really good golf course. You know, I've only been out there one time. It is a little bit of a drive from Scottsdale, and I didn't know much about the place when I when I first headed out there. I just heard from people that have played it, like, "Yo, this Quintero, it's really good. You got to go out there." I got out there one time, and I was I was blown away by how good it was. I was I remember driving out there. I was thinking, like, "Where the hell am I going? Where is this place? How can there be a world? You know, how can there be a world class golf course somewhere?" near where we are right now and then you get up there and you're like wow this place is awesome it's really cool like kind of unique for the desert a little bit there's not a ton of golf courses out here with elevation changes and you get that um at quintero like you got somewhere you're hitting downhill on, on some of the par threes you got you know they like he uses the terrain really really well and it's um it's spectacular for public golf man it, it's it's about as good as you're gonna get Yeah, you mentioned some of the par threes, really wonderful par threes at Quintero. You have the ninth hole that sits up high atop the hill and looks down over the green, which is fronted by water. And then in the distance, you can see the 10th hole, the par five 10th hole going back up the hill. Uh, I don't know if this is the signature hole, but I tell you, it certainly is the signature view at Quintero, in my opinion. Drew, when you played there, did you come away and have a favorite hole on this golf course? Well, this is going to sound like it's staged, but yeah, it's actually number nine, the par three there down the hill. It's really cool. It's one of those holes, like I mentioned, where you get some elevation change. You get the water in front of the green. It's a tough hole. I think I remember playing it like a little over 200 yards, 205 or somewhere in that ballpark. So you got to hit a good shot. It's kind of like an elevated tee on 16 at Kiowa Island. Like you obviously don't have the ocean out to the right. If you look to the right, you get to see some hills instead of ocean, but it's got that water and it's got that green that kind of works diagonally from left to right. And, um, you know, picking the right club 
uh, on that tee can be tough and you got to just hit a shot there. It's a really good all really cool hole. And like you said, probably the best views on property. Yeah, visually it is stunning. And you're right, certainly a challenging hole as well. My, my favorite hole is number 15 and it's a relatively short par four uh, from the tips. It's about 380 yards from the silver tees, about 340 yards a pretty straightforward par four. You've got some bunkering down the left-hand side, but it's just a great visual off the tee, just a short carry over some raw desert and all these cactuses. And then in the distance, you have this big mountain that just towers over from behind the green. And uh, I tell you what, after playing 13, 14 holes in the triple digits, I, I needed what looked like a relatively easy par four. An elevated green will certainly pay, uh, play some tricks on you, but I really enjoyed this hole uh, just visually, and it was a hole that I felt I uh, had a chance to make a birdie on after a, after a long, tough roll through Quintero. So, Drew, you and I have both played here uh, just on one occasion, but tell me about, you know, the round, the experience. Maybe what was your favorite part altogether about uh, visiting Quintero Golf Club? I think it was just a surprise, honestly, that I got. I feel like the word is out now. Everyone knows about Quintero. Guys come in on golf trips. Quintero is the place at the top of the list they want to play. I feel like it's there. TPC Scottsdale, obviously, because of the WM Phoenix Open. But I just remember driving out there, and I was like, man, we're driving a long way to play some golf out here, boys. we got 800 golf courses within 10 minutes. You know, this better be a hell of, a, a hell of an experience. And I got out there, and it's just it's unique to desert golf. Like, you know, you get the desert aspects of it, but it also feels so different. Like I mentioned before with the up and down, the elevation changes, um, and things like that. I was just really pleasantly surprised. I was like, man, I had no idea about this place. I'd never played it. And now, you know, once I did, I understand the hype around it. I understand why so many people that come to Scottsdale, like this is a place they have circled on their list to go play. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, I'll tell you a story. It, it was kind of funny when I went down there, uh, it was 2020 and I believe it was Memorial Day weekend. So I drive down from Las Vegas and I pull into the parking lot and, and I could see the temperature gauge on my car and it says 111 and, and you get out, you know, in the parking lot on the pavement and I'm like, whoa, you know, it hits me. I'm like, this isn't 102. It's not 108. It's like 112. And, and this is the real deal. We're playing for keeps today. Uh, so we get out there and I'm starting to get acclimated and get into the swing of things, hitting a few balls on the range. And my playing partner, Matt Humans, he loves to play in the triple digits. So he is completely unaffected. And then our third guy in our group was Randy McKay, another friend who is a professional better and sports or a professional gambler and sports better from North Dakota. So this type of heat was completely new territory for him. And we get to about the third or fourth hole and humans and I are kind of in a groove and we're just really enjoying the heck out of this place, how beautiful it is. And we decide, you know, hey, let's uh, let's do a shot of whiskey. Randy was having none of that. Uh, I mean, his face was flushed. He was famished. He, he looked like he had, you know, been through the ringer a few times. He was exhausted and it was probably better that he stayed away from the shot of whiskey. Drew, you probably remember how long a drive it is from the clubhouse to the golf course at Quintero. Well, Randy had had enough. He picked up, got in his golf cart, and drove all the way back to the clubhouse and called it a day. He had had enough. And I tell you what, this probably truly is an example of a Heat Strokes podcast moment that day in late May at Quintero in 2020. If you're from the Northeast, the Midwest, wherever, it can get hot up in those places. But like you just mentioned, 
102, 103, 101, that's fine. I think people can tolerate that. Once you get up into that 110 plus category, you start feeling that 112, it's different. And for a guy from North Dakota, yeah, uh, he's going to he's gonna be a little bit out of his element. Um, interesting decision with the shot of whiskey. Uh, the whiskey at 112, <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe not the one I would have gone with there. But uh, let me say, he's definitely not the first dude to come out on a golf trip to Arizona in the summer and have to tap out before the end of the 18. It, it happens. No, you're right. I've seen it here in Las Vegas. No, I, I got out of the car that day and I knew I was going to have to drink a lot of water. And uh, the whiskey was a little bit of a surprise, but uh, I uh, I made it through that. But uh, Randy, uh, he couldn't get through the whiskey, let alone three or four holes. Um, by the way, Quintero, for some information on the golf course, they offer a player's card program for local residents. It is a Troon facility, so there may be some benefits if you belong to a Troon golf course. Standard green fees will run about $125 all the way up to about $350, depending on the time of the year. You can find them online at QuinteroGolf.com or on our website, DeadHeatGolf.com is one of our featured courses. You can give them a call at 928-510-1500 and tell them the fellas from the Heat Strokes podcast sent you. We'll take a quick break here and be back with our picks for the AT&T Byron Nelson. But before we do, a word from our sponsors, Play Studios, Bascent Realty, Las Vegas Advisor, and also footballcontest.com. In fact, our friend Anthony Curtis, who runs Las Vegas Advisor, appeared uh, this week in the Wall Street Journal. He was quoted about some business going on at some sports books. And for footballcontest.com, don't forget to use the promo code HEAT at checkout. To save $50, football contest signups are just around the corner here in Las Vegas, so a good time to get on board with footballcontest.com. We'll be right back with more of the Heat Strokes podcast presented by Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino here in Las Vegas in just a moment. When the Heat Strokes crew isn't burning up the hottest golf courses in the country, playing a game we'd all spend a lifetime trying to master, they're doing something just as smoking, but a whole lot easier. They're playing My Vegas Slots. It's a top-ranked, free-to-play mobile app that lets you earn valuable real-world rewards from some amazing partners like MGM Grand, Bellagio, and Norwegian Cruise Line. You can score rooms, great meals, show tickets, and more just for playing. Download My Vegas Slots today from your favorite app store. And if you're anything like Brady and Matt, we know you're going to love it. And that's something you can bet on. Have you ever wanted to play in one of the biggest football contests in Las Vegas and win a million dollars or more? At footballcontest.com, find out how to sign up and make your picks through Nevada's most experienced proxy service. You do the handicapping, we do the legwork. And our service is a convenience for both locals and non-residents alike. Over the past decade, thousands have trusted footballcontest.com as their proxy service and have collected winnings of over $10 million. Whether you're a fan of five picks against the spread or survivor pools, footballcontest.com has all the information you need to get started. You pick the winners, we submit your picks. It's that easy at footballcontest.com. Attention all real estate buyers, sellers, and investors. Are you looking for a trustworthy and experienced team to help you navigate the Las Vegas, Southern Nevada market? Look no further than Bassent Realty Group, specializing in residential, commercial, and investment properties. With over nine years of experience in the industry, we have the knowledge and skills to help you find the perfect property or investment opportunity. Whether you're buying, selling, or investing, we're committed to providing exceptional service and delivering results. 
Contact us today to take the first step towards achieving your real estate goals in Las Vegas and Southern Nevada. Call now, 702-339-8052 or go to BescentRealty.com. Want to gamble like the pros? At LasVegasAdvisor.com, you'll find the world's best how-to books, software, and strategy cards featuring blackjack, poker, video poker, tournament play, and of course, sports betting, including 2020 sports betting, Think Like a Pro, which contains an 85-page section on betting golf. And don't forget to check out LVA's famous member rewards coupon book, offering discounts on dining and entertainment, including a buy one, get one for the awesome lobster buffet at the Palms and more than $400 in gambling free play match play and bonus offers up your gambling game today at LasVegasAdvisor.com that's LasVegasAdvisor.com welcome back to the Heat Strokes podcast presented by Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino in Las Vegas Mandalay Bay comes alive as the fan district the go-to destination for all of fan kind, gather here, stay here, eat here, and celebrate here. Fans get exclusive food and drink specials and one-of-a-kind experiences loaded with giveaways, photo ops, surprise appearances, and more. And the best part? It's all located within walking distance of the stadium. Get the party started or keep the party going at the Fan District. Brady Cannon and Drew Stoltz with you here on the Heat Strokes podcast, and it is time to get to our picks for the AT&T Byron Nelson at TPC Craig Ranch in McKinney, Texas, just outside of Dallas. And, Drew, this is another big, long golf course, the third week in a row really on tour that uh, the golf course is really catered to the longer hitters. And I think we're going to get that for a fourth week in a row next week when we roll in to Oak Hill for the PGA Championship. But TPC Craig Ranch measures over 7,400 yards. It has been converted to a par 71 this year. The 12th hole converted from a par 5 to a long par 4. And this is the third year in a row that they have held the Byron Nelson at TPC Craig Ranch. It is a Tom Weiskopf design, very wide grass fairways, big bent grass greens. It's one of the easiest courses on tour that they play over the last two seasons. And over the last two seasons, it was pretty easy for K.H. Lee as he is your two-time defending champion, having won both editions here at TPC Craig Ranch. And supplying our guest picks, by the way, this week, Colt Nost finished third here in 2008 as a part of the Corn Ferry Tour Tour Championship. Now, that was back when it was the Nationwide Tour. Maybe he gave you some tips this week, Drew. How did you handle the handicap for this tournament and this golf course? You know, I just went off personal experience. So this is a golf course that I've played uh, when I was down at school at TCU. And it's everything you just said. It's a big, long, wide golf course. The only difference is the, the times of year that I played it were in more in the winter. So it was kind of burnt out. The ball would run. You'd get some run on the ground. It was windy and it was cold. And so it would play a long way. You get some holes that were downwind, play a little shorter. But the ball went popping off the driver the same way it will be uh, this week. And I remember this place always hosted a... Uh, second stage of Q school and I always avoided it quite honestly because I wasn't you know I wasn't overly long I was fine but there was just such a big advantage for the guys we always used to say if you can carry the ball this was you know 10 plus years ago if you can carry the ball 290 in the air the 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 golf course just opens wide up you can just fly it over all these fairway bunkers that were set to come into play and things like that that's why all the long hitters coming out of college would always sign up for TPC Craig Ranch as second stage like your JV Holmes is your 
your Gary Woodlands, Jonathan Vegas, those type of guys, man, they just race to sign up for Craig Ranch, and I would race the other direction and try to find, uh, I'd go play in Houston where it was a little more tree-lined and a little more about accuracy. <laughs> Very good. Well, I tell you, I looked at uh, driving distance and strokes gained off the tee. Of course, I also looked at uh, strokes gained approach and also strokes gained on the par fives. I looked at strokes gained putting on bent grass. That's what the greens are here. Birdies are better gained. The winning score the last two years has been 25 and 26 under par. So you're going to have to make some birdies. And then I looked at hole proximity from 175 to 200 yards and 200 yards or better. That's where a lot of the approach shots are going to come from this week. And three of the par fours, or excuse me, three of the four par threes are better than 215 yards. So that falls into that approach distance as well. As far as the correlated courses, I looked at Port Royal, where they play the Bermuda Championship, Detroit Golf Club, home to the Rocket Mortgage Classic. TPC Summerlin is very wide with big greens right here in Las Vegas. TPC Scottsdale, another Tom Weiskopf design right in your neck of the uh, neck of the woods, Drew. And then also Vedanta in Mexico, where they just played the Mexico Open three weeks ago. And then finally, I also looked at Pebble Beach. Now, small greens at Pebble Beach, but again, big, wide fairways and landing areas. Drew, let's get to our guest picks. And for that, we bring in Colt Nost, your friend and a former PGA Tour player. He is also your co-host on Gravy in the Sleaze and the Subpar Podcast. You can also catch him this week and every week as a part of the CBS golf coverage, his new job. And I think he's doing a heck of a job. I really enjoyed his coverage at the WM Phoenix Open, but he is an on-course reporter for the team at CBS Golf and will be on the job again this week at the Byron Nelson. And Colt just has three picks this week, Drew. He went all in on Tom Kim to win it outright at 18-1. to he went all in on J.J. Spawn to finish top 20 at plus 210. And then his full tournament head-to-head matchup, he's got Tom Kim uh, Tom Kim again at minus 102 over Jason Day. So what do you think of your partner's selections there? Anything jump out at you, Drew? Well, you mentioned Summerlin as one of the comps on the golf course, right? So that bodes well for Tom Kim. I think this is a great place for Tom Kim. Dallas guy too, so I got to imagine he's got some experience playing this golf course leading up to the event this week. JJ Spawn, local guy out here. He's a guy that's running very, very nice right now. A tremendous iron player when he gets going. You saw what he did at TPC San Antonio, you know, when he picked up his first one down there when he gets going. So I like both of those. The Tom Kim over the Jason Day uh, hurts me a little bit because as we get into our picks here, I'm actually pretty bullish on uh, Jay Day this week. So we'll see how that shakes out. Well, I'm right there with you with the Australian. We saw him miss the cut last week at the Wells Fargo, a tournament he has won in the past. And I'm uh, on the side of expecting a bounce back over uh, on J-Day as well. Let's go ahead and get to your picks, Drew. Uh, fire away, my friend. All right, here we go. On my outright, speaking of the guy we're just talking about, I'm going Jason Day, 7 I really like the way he's playing. He, you know, he's battled so long, battled with the backs and the injuries and the changing of the swing to try to accommodate for that. It feels like it's all rounded into form. If you just go back a little bit, you know, you can find a stretch of golf there where he was inside the top 10, I think four consecutive weeks are right there, top 15, playing some very good golf. And on this golf course, as you mentioned, it's going to be soft. It's going to, guys, me in a ton of fairways out there. There's virtually no bounce. I just got off the phone with a buddy of mine who's playing this week. He's like, the ball's not bouncing anywhere and we're expecting rain. To shoot the type of scores that you're going to have to shoot to win this golf tournament, you're going to have to make some putts. I don't care how good you hit it. And when Jason Day gets going with that flat stick, 
I think he's just about as good as anybody out there. So I really like Jay Day as my outright winner. Top 10 finish. This doesn't quite fit the narrative like, hey, you got to hit the long ball around TBC, Craig Ranch. Matt Kuchar, more of a low ball hitter. Kind of gives me some pause when I heard how soft the golf course was because Kuch gets a little bit on the ground, I would say more so than a lot of these guys. So he's going to have to feed it between some of these bunkers we're talking about. But he's been playing some very good golf um, of late as well. Top 25 in his last three starts. So I like him to just kind of hang around. Still a great putter. Uh, still grinding out good finishes this late in his career. And then my top 20, give me some local flavor again. I'm going Davis Riley. He plays and practices out at Merido down there. Dallas guy. Going to know this golf course. Going to be familiar with the grasses. All of that. And man, he's coming off that win at the Zurich. And he's another guy that I think you could put in that category. You know, Wyndham Clark just did it. Uh, I think Wyndham's got a little more uh, firepower possibly than Davis Riley, but man, what a solid golf uh, game this guy has from tee to green all the way around. I, I really like him as my top 20 finisher. Yeah, and Matt Kuchar has had great success in the state of Texas as well. And then you've got your head-to-head matchup. You're on the J.J. Spawn train with Cole J.J. Spawn at minus 118 over Seamus Power. And, and, you know, I almost landed on J.J. this week, Drew. You're right. He's been in very good form as of late. Yeah, he's just a guy. Like, I've played a lot of golf with J.J. from the mini tours to now living in Scottsdale. And, like, one of those guys that when it gets going, it seems to really get going. And he can rattle off some good finishes. He's got he's got enough firepower to win on the PGA Tour, obviously. And Seamus Power, who I, I like a whole lot throughout the year, just maybe hitting a little bit of the skids here of late. I think he's missed what two of his last uh, two of his last four cuts. So he's still a hell of a player. I just that's more of me being being uh, high on JJ Spawn this week than it is um, not high on Seamus Power. And then of course, first round leader I mentioned Pebble Beach is a comp course this week. Well, Tom Hoagie, a winner just a couple of years ago at Pebble Beach. I was actually on him that week at sixty six to one. That was a nice outright there. Oof. And we know, Drew, this guy can go super low. It was not Thursday, but it was Saturday at TPC Sawgrass earlier in March when he shot a course record 62. 62, broke the course record. Uh, This is a guy, and also fellow TCU Horned Frog, shout out Tom Ogie, playing not (laughs) in his backyard, but maybe in his next door neighbor's backyard. Tom Ogie is a guy that when he makes birdies, he makes birdies in bunches. His iron play is one of the best on the PGA Tour. Doesn't have the pop off the tee that a lot of these guys have, but it doesn't really matter. I think with his iron game and these soft greens, I think he's going to attack whether he's hitting a seven iron and other guys are hitting eights. I don't really care. Give me top Hoagie, and if he gets that putter going, man, he is a guy that's not afraid to shoot low scores. He's got six rounds of 65 or lower this year, and so when he gets that gas pedal um, to the floor, he, he doesn't hit the brakes too often. All right, let's get to my selections, and I have six outrights, I believe it is, six outright plays, and of course, I also play these for a top 20 finish. Uh, I went uh, not to the top of the board, but just shy of it with Tyrrell Hatton at 14-1. to He's really been a machine as of late. He's got a fourth at Bay Hill, a second at the Players, was just 19th at Harbortown, and then third last week in Charlotte, and also finished sixth at one of our correlated courses, another Wisecop design, TPC Scottsdale, back in February. I'm with you, Drew. I'm on J-Day. You got a better number. I got 16-1, to 1, and I mentioned he missed the cut last week at the Wells Fargo, but you know that was a course that he had won at before and is also, of course, a former PGA Championship uh, winner. I-, I think he is going to bounce back this week. I think that probably didn't sit well with him missing the cut, with a major championship on deck here. So I can see J.J. Uh, Day bouncing back here this week 
He's got a couple of top 10s at TPC Summerlin. He was fifth at TPC Scottsdale earlier this year. Prior to the Masters, he had not finished worse than 19th in 2023. And then, of course, Pebble Beach, one of my correlated courses, he absolutely dominates with seven top seven finishes. I am on Seamus Power for an outright Drew, and you're right. He got off to a really hot start this year, and then he hit the skids a little bit. But I like the way he came back with an 18th uh, 18th place finish last week at the Wells Fargo. And I think he plays well on easy golf courses. We talked about how yeah. this is a very gettable, easy golf course. Seamus Power did so on just exactly that and won earlier this year at the Bermuda Championship. He's finished 17th and 9th here at TPC uh, Craig Ranch the past two seasons. He's also got a top 10 at Detroit Golf Club and at Pebble. Went down the board a little bit further. Brandon Wu at 65-1, to 1, finished runner-up at Pebble this year. Also has a third-place and a second-place finish at Mexico. Really good form right now. Makes a lot of birdies. And to your point about some local flavor, this guy does reside in the Dallas, Texas area, so he should be familiar with the course and the conditions. And then even a little deeper to Eric Cole at 80-1. to 1. We saw him nearly get it done losing in a playoff at the Honda Classic. He finished fifth in Mexico. He was 15th at Pebble. This guy has really been playing some good golf this year. He's good on approach, and he's you talked about Jay Day being a good putter. This guy is absolutely one of the best putters in the field as well. And then my triple-digit long bomb on Nate Lashley. He's got an 11th in his career at, at Mexico, a fifth at Pebble. He won the Rocket Mortgage a few years back in Detroit. He's also got a 17th place finish here at Craig Ranch. He's excellent uh, strokes gained on the par fives and on approach from 175 yards or more. He's also got a third place and a 17th place finish at TPC, uh, TPC Scottsdale. So I thought 140 to one was worth a look at a guy who's got some pedigree there. And then as far as my full tournament head-to-heads, Tyrrell Hatton at plus 215. I thought that number was pretty crazy over Scotty Scheffler. We'll see how how focused Scotty Scheffler is as an, at an easier event. He seems to do better when the competition is stiff and not so much when you have a lighter field. Matt Kuchar, I'm with you there. I've got him at minus 125 over Adam Scott. Brandon Wu at plus 110 over Aaron Rye. Eric Cole at even money over Sam Stevens. And then uh, back to Nate Lashley here at minus 110 over Robbie Shelton, Drew. Yeah, I like that Nate Lashley play. He was in really good spot going into last week on the weekend, uh, playing in that final group uh, on Saturday. Just I don't know if that moment was a little bit too big for him or, or what, but he's in good form, and I play a lot of golf with him as well around here. You hit the nail on the head with a, let's call it, 7-iron, 6-iron, 5-iron. He is really, really good, really good from that distance, and they're going to have a lot of those this week. Yeah, I think that could be a good learning experience for him. The 36-hole leader tied for the lead last week at the Wells Fargo ended up finishing 24th or 27th, I believe it was. But uh, I like him to bounce back as well, and 140 was hard to pass up. All right, let's get to our Pizza Money Play of the Week presented by Dom DeMarco's Pizzeria and Bar here in the Summerlin area in Las Vegas for the Dom DeMarco's Pizza Money Play of the Week. We are once again, these have been really hot. We're going to go with the 72-hole winning score under 262.5, and that means these guys are going to have to get all the way to 22 under par to win this golf tournament. And, Drew, you and I have talked about the weather forecast here. There is supposed to be wind 
anywhere from maybe 10 to 25 miles an hour. We have thunder showers in the forecast every day, but you, you talked about it, how this golf course is already soft and I think is only going to get softer. Now that make that could make it a little tough on some of the shorter hitters, but you know how it is being the type of player you are in your career as a golfer. If these greens are soft, bent grass greens, this is going to be a dart show. And, and I think these guys can go low. Uh, the winning score here, as I mentioned, the past couple of years with KH Lee, 25 and 26 under. And I think the rain is going to kind of outweigh the wind. Wind is typically the, the most important factor here for golfers. But I think this golf course is going to be so soft and gettable that they'll be able to navigate the wind. And I think they can lo uh, go low here this week, Drew. Yeah, I tell you that I don't care if the golf course is 8,200 yards long. If you give these guys soft fairways and soft greens, they're going to eat it up. Now, there is a chance of wind, like you said, but that 10 to 20 mile an hour wind, you know, that's Texas. That's just what you get in Texas. That's not like, oh, it's windy out here. That's just an average day. It's up to 25. Like, yeah, that's that's a couple clubs, a couple clubs plus. That's going to factor in. But if they don't get that, and let's just say it hovers around that 10, 10 to 15 mile an hour range, and they get this rain that they're talking about, you're talking big Big fairways, zoysia fairways, where the ball sits up, you can get a driver off of them, and then soft greens. I expect these guys to to go and get this golf course. I think that's part of the reason why they changed the par 5 to the par 4, just to make the scoring look not quite so aggressive, but I expect low scorings. You're going to have to go out there uh, with the mentality that you're going to have to make a lot of birdies around this place. Well, we have cashed the Dom DeMarco's Pizza Money Play of the Week uh, three out of the last four weeks, and basically playing off of this winning score prop. So let's hope that trend continues. That is going to do it for this edition of the Heat Strokes podcast presented by Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino here in Las Vegas. In case you need to revisit everything, the picks and the information, it'll be up shortly at deadheatgolf.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And then later this evening, we'll also have the video version up on YouTube at my YouTube channel at Heat Strokes Podcast. I want to thank our crew, Tom Catlin on video, Jeremiah Crow with Green Roll Media on audio, and Trifco on the creative design. And thank you to our very special guest, Drew Stoltz with PGA Tour Radio and the Subpar Podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at The Sleazy Man. We will be back at this time next week to review another golf course and also preview the second major of the season, the PGA Championship at Oak Hill in Rochester, New York. Stick around for just a moment, everybody, and we'll let you know how you can find and follow us. If you get a chance to play Quintero, I highly recommend it. Enjoy the Byron Nelson this week. Cash some tickets. And Drew, please remind everyone to stay hot, baby. You've been dialed into the Heat Strokes Podcast with Brady Cannon, presented by Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, and produced in conjunction with Green Roll Media, the world's premier sports betting podcast network. Subscribing to the show on YouTube is easy. Just search Heat Strokes Podcast. Follow us on social media at Las Vegas Golfer and at Heat Strokes Pod. If you like what you heard, please follow, like, and give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify today. Good luck out there sinking birdies at Cash and Tickets. Cash and, Cash tickets. and tickets. We'll see you next week.